With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. everything over. I was a little concerned. That song, it sounded slower once the show started than earlier when I was listening to it. Yeah. Why, why'd you choose the birds? Uh, I don't know if you know it, but a certain kicker uh, oh. jumped off an airplane from San Francisco. I see where you're going Came in that. and he was perfect. He was. He, he was uh, the top scorer of the uh, San Francisco 49ers today. The only scorer of the San Francisco 49ers. As well, uh, not only his homecoming, but Jimmy Garoppolo 
who grew up in the area, went to Eastern Illinois University, getting his first big start and the win. Holy cow! San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, what a what a um, what a game. Yeah, what a you game. Know, he had a hell of a game, and that one interception was damn near hardly an interception. Right. I don't know if you saw it. I mean, it could have been ruled a fumble. You know, like he ripped the ball out of the guy's hand, and it looked ten years ago it would have been a catch and a fumble. In today's sure. game, you can't guarantee that he held on to the possession of the ball to make it a catch. So it was an interception. Uh, in all honesty, I caught pieces of the game. The end of it, my kid today met Santa Claus. Met her first Santa Claus. Really? Yeah. So uh, I missed the end of the game. I was watching on the phone. So what happens? You get you bring Santa. You get were well, you at the mall? Where was Santa? Is it, uh, this is why you're wearing a vest. I now figured it out with the red shirt underneath. Because you I took, had to be in the photo. You took with a the kid family the picture. Oh, okay. If Here the kid's we go. Crying. Seven months old. Uh, I mean, you want to? Yeah. So what do you do? You go to the mall, right? Uh, the family was there. Uh, her her family and her and her sister. It was with our investment company. They put this on out at the McDonald's. You have an investment company? Yeah, out in Oak Brook there, uh, at the McDonald's. Are you I'm, familiar? I'm big into cyber currencies right now. Where you where you putting your money? I got. Uh, I'm putting my money places. I'm spreading in the cyber currencies. I don't pay attention to it. We just put our money places, and then it comes back, and there's more. Fuck your money. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, the key to it, I found out, is bring the kid up and uh, bring your kid up without seeing Santa Claus so, so you can at least get one picture before they realize that there's a big dude holding you yeah. with a big white beard. However, my kid got up there and did it. Yeah. Turned around. None of this crying like your show baby. Show baby would cry with Santa Claus. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> Turned, and she grabbed that SOB by the beard. No. Yeah, she's pulled that move with me a lot. Wow. And it's fantastic. I got a pic of that. It was good. You got a picture of her pulling the yeah. ba- Santa's beer? Had some awesome What, were coffee. you sitting there with your phone? Just, uh, yeah, we went to, we're, you take pictures of her. Don't they have there. a photographer? They did have a photographer. So will you Am just, I not allowed to also document no, this occasion? I think that goes against their policies, probably. Against the that, policies. That's horrible. That's you can't just sit there and take your own pictures. Shit. Did you catch any of the Bears game? I did, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was not seeing Santa Claus. I was maybe napping a little during some of it, but I saw the big... Uh... How's that coffee? Huh. It's good. Right. It's good. Right. It's good. But, no, what were you doing? Ask me about those blue balls later. I can tell you all about those. On the show or later? Yeah, on the show. I mean, I've seen Breaking Bad. I just... Oh, it's not... Come on, now. Anyways, folks, uh, he is Al, the Fantasy Sponge Larcher. I'm Clark Lawrenson. You are listening to Live at the Sports Attic. You can interact with us. Al, you got the phone number in front of you over there? Sure. It's 760-454-6060. You can always find us on Facebook and hit us up on our page there. I gave the wrong number. <laughs> it's All right. 760-454-8834. Good job. 8834. One more time. 760-454-8834. And then it's at Larcher Lawrenson on Twitter. Search for us, Larcher and Lawrence and Sports, on Facebook. Where's my damn phone? Thank you for jumping in with us here. Because you have one of the most shameful displays in, in fantasy football. Talk about something for a second. got to get my phone. What are you talking about, this most shameful display? Well, first of all, you're pulling some bullshit with your team against me in the Untitled Fantasy Football League. Al is the commissioner of a football league that I'm in, and I'm, we both did terrible in that. In the league that I am the commissioner in, uh, he's in first place. I right now am on the bubble. So I needed to beat Al's team today. Uh, it's the snowflakes versus Trump's excellence. 
And what's going on right now is it looks like Trump's excellence may pull another victory, which makes perfect sense that they could pull out yet another victory here. Well, uh, yeah, right now you are sitting at 116 points. I'm sitting at 111 points. Now let's go over what could happen here with your shameful team. Well, what could happen here is I could move up from the seventh spot. Six teams make it. I could move up from the seventh spot to the fifth spot with this loss to you. Well, that's ridiculous. This is why you run a poorly poor league. We call it backing into the playoffs. I have been Trump's excellence has been number one, number one in this league since virtually day one. Oh, I think, bullshit! I think there might have been a bullshit. week I wasn't. Bullshit! Uh, Bear Basher spent like at least the first seven weeks in number one until like Roger. It was Tyler. like four weeks in, and I took over the number one spot and Your had a look back. Your memory is deceiving the shit out of you here, pal. And I have dominated, Clark. I have when they give those reports oh. every week, they they congratulate me on running such a quality team. You, on the other hand, you have a team of players. Let's a look fine at, team of players that showed up today. You, these are all guys. You want to talk about Curse? Are, curse these, from New York Jets showing up, outdoing his projection by almost 12 points today. 20 points from him. Shame. You want to talk Jamal Williams, that guy from up north in Green Bay? Outdid his projections Shame. by 10 points today. Grant, the wide receiver from Washington, outdid his projections Thursday night by 10 points. Shame. Martavius Bryant hit his projections. My team is showing up just fine. Okay. And if it weren't for Tyler, Tyrod Taylor getting hurt, don't celebrate an injury here, man. Now, you need to celebrate an injury. Now let me, the draft king himself. The ma- money! The brains! The nucleus! Let me make my point because it, it, it's clear, okay? You, you, get, you get on your money, fire, or, or whatever the hell system you use, and every week it gives you an email and it tells you what players to pick up. It and you, does not. Every one of those players you just mentioned is a guy you pick up from that. Because let's look at your top four draft picks from this league. How about we do that? Tell me if they started today. Let's look, we'll go top five. Devontae Freeman, your number one pick. Was he in your starting lineup? Had to sit him today, man. He's coming back from injury, and, and Freeman going up against Minnesota, which the number one rush, number three rushing defense is on some scales. There's Shame. no way I'm playing him. Jamal Williams was the play. You can't tell me that that's wrong. Freeman, next week Shame. I'll play him Okay, because I'm in the play. Let me finish my point, Clark, because he's your number one oh, draft pick. This isn't the guy you drafted in the fifth you. round you don't start. Your number one player starts every week. So let's look at your number two pick. Why would I want him? He underperformed by almost four points. Your number two pick. Who's my number two? T.Y. Hilton. Was he? Did he start today? He 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 did not make he did not make the cut today. Shame. Shame. Your number three, Lamar Miller. I believe he played for you. He did play. So we have and, one, and he hit his projections. We have one guy right now. My number three. One guy. It. There you go. In your, your draft. Boom. Okay, your fourth pick. Michael Crabtree, did he play today? No, he's suspended. Double shame. No, Double shame. Get out of here. The guy's suspended. Oh, oh, I'm so happy I get another week because he comes back next week. Oh, man. Um, I got this. You're, I got this. You're Be ready for me coming. Your fifth from now, pick. Your fifth pick. We're back. Allen Robinson. Did he start for you today? Allen Robinson got hurt at the beginning of the year. Oh. He had to go. Aww. Oh, get out of here. Meanwhile, let's look at my top five. I think we're talking. I think what we're talking about here today is how great of a job I've done since. Oh, he'd never shut up. I didn't just lay a goose here. I mean, I'm dropping 117 points. Here come here come my top five. Number one draft pick, Todd Gurley playing today. Neat. Number two, Jordy Nelson. 
He's on Where's the bench. He? Where's he? He's on the bench. Why is he on your bench? You had one guy start in your top Why'd five. Why did you put okay? him on the bench? I, why did you put him on the bench? Why do I really? I don't even understand why? your argument here. I think it's better that I had one of my top five draft picks out, and I still damn near beat you, and I'm still going to get in the playoffs. Okay, so that's my number two. My number three, Carlos Hyde. Did he start today? Yes. My number four, Drew Brees. Did he start for me today? Yes. My number five kicked your ass, Clark. It doesn't Ty look like Freak. Drew Brees is going to hit it for him. Ty either. Freak Hill. Who? Ty Freak Hill, my number five yeah, draft pick. piece of shit, and they didn't even win the game. How about that? I've studied the higher mysteries. Well, I would just like to congratulate you on your top picks. You haven't won this thing yet, pal. You haven't won this thing yet. You're going to need Smith-Schuster to play tomorrow night. Yeah, I think he's going to need, need a catch. To play. You're going to need a to catch play. to beat you, He's going to need a catch and a little more. A catch in five yards. You, I think that'll do need it. a catch? No. It, it, it's going to take oh, a little you got that half, there. you got that bullshit league. Dude, you know this. Like, with a bunch of people who've never played PPR, it's a uh-huh. solid move to start them off slowly you, with a half-point lead. It's a solid move. You were scamming your friends, Clark. You, you invited you, yeah. them into a, a half-point PPR. All you have to Folks, do... We're talking about fantasy football right now, but uh, we can keep talking fantasy. We'll talk a little bit of daily fantasy. Uh, if you want to talk about sports, the Bears, whatever, talk, shoot, we'll, we'll shoot the breeze with you anything, the Blackhawks, whatever, give us a call. This league here, it's not the only league that I'm backing into the playoffs, Al. In my other league, foosball, mm-hmm. Captain Snowflake is losing to the commissioner there, Ross. He's proje- I, I'm projected to lose 145 to 137. Yeah. In that one, still going to make the playoffs, even though I'm on the bubble there. Do you take me for a fool? Yeah, I do. I'm in three leagues, Clark. First place in your league. Yep. First place in Todd's league. And the other league, I don't count. Because two out of three ain't bad. Meatloaf sang it, brother. He knew exactly what he was talking about. Two out of three, I'm first place in. And then let's go to DraftKings. That other league doesn't count. Raise your hand. Raise your hand if you are officially a DraftKings. If that one doesn't count, then I'm, I'm making the playoffs in two of them. If you're DraftKings, is won over $10,000 this year. Hang on. These games are yep. almost done. Let's yep. see if that pool my hand, Arizona my hand is up. coming back to get me. Clark, I think you should I'm thank me. I'm getting anxious. I think you should thank me for how great I am. I appreciate it, Al. Thank you. That thank was very kind. Oh, you son of a gun. Where did you find that? that that's not. That wasn't live. That, that was not live right there well what happened while i was at the beer stand was <laughs> quite a bit uh cooper cup if he makes another catch then i'm going to drop out of uh first place uh, it is fourth down they have a 29 to 16 lead and it's fourth and seven at the arizona 23 okay you might. Hey, listen i hope you pull this out pal they've got to kick a field i think goal, you need right? a win this they've year gotta kick a field goal here Oh, shit, the other guy, too. They should probably just run the ball, right? Let well, Gurley take it? Sure, that's fine. Well, yeah, that would give me I a touchdown, mind. and then in uh, your league, I would definitely beat you. All right. Sure. So that would be perfect. I reckon. Let's hope for that. I reckon so. All right, whatever you want to talk about, you want to talk wrestling, we'll talk some wrestling. Wrestling? I, actually hate, I hate the term wrestling. I can't believe I just said that. It's yeah, one of my too. pet peeves. Yeah, it annoys the shit out of me. 760-454-8834 is the number. Ooh, actually, I need Gurley to just settle down. Oh, they don't have the ball anymore. I, I don't know. I don't know how many timeouts there are. Well, he's still got the uh, running back from... Uh, he's still got a running back from... No, what the hell's your name? Uh, Arizona going. He's got six player minutes left. Well, now it's down to four. 
We'll see. Yep, it's going to be close. I just need Drew Brees to either, uh, well, they're not going to do anything. All right, so I'm done. Oh, oh, I just scored something. Drew Brees threw a pass. <gasps> I'm now three points away from beating you, Clark. And my percentage, Uh-oh. this just in from the CNN news desk. Oh, boy. Trump's excellent, 77% chance of winning. The Snowflakes, 23. Where Snowflakes. Do you, where do you get that number from? Did you just pull that up? No, your that's head? from your, your little uh, league site that has all the uh, bullshit information, the fake news. All the bullshit information. <sighs> Fuck your money. You drive me a little crazy, man. This looks extraordinarily bad. Yeah, so, I mean, that's what's going on. Um, did you see the end of the game? What was it? They went into, they went to it right out of the Bears game. It was Jets. Jets and um, Jets and who did the Jets play? It was a good game. Came down Kansas to City. Kansas City. Yeah. Came down to the wire there. Boy, that, there was fantasy gold in that game. Everyone was afraid to touch Kansas City after getting burnt. Right, right, right. I right. saw this morning that they, that, uh, what's his name? The fat guy, the jolly fat man. Yeah, the fella. He handed his, uh, the control of the team over to uh, his offensive coordinator. And I'm thinking to myself, man, maybe I should just redo all my lineups and get all this exposure on the Kansas City Chiefs because I have a feeling they're going to go off. And I didn't do that. I didn't follow my convictions. Uh-huh. And sure enough, they went off. Um, but I had a lot of love on the other side. But, okay, so the end of the game, did you see this? I did not. They, they score, the Jets score a point. They, they score a touchdown. McCown actually runs it in. Okay. And uh, they go, they're going for the two-point conversion, and somebody screws something up on the play. And I think the guy, it's Peterson. Oh, man, I should look at this Adrian up. Peterson. It, not Adrian Peterson, but, but he was a cornerback. He got really mad, and the referee threw a flag. He gets mad that the referee threw a flag. He picks up the flag and throws it into oh, the crowd. I heard about this. And then the, the guy in the crowd, uh, they were showing him with selfies with the flag. Oh, yeah. They were taking all kinds of selfies. Wouldn't you? What the hell? Sure. It was fun. So he, this guy, the guy who does it, and uh, find his name here shortly. It's just been a long day. I haven't slept. I haven't slept in a day. It's, so It's been a day? Yeah, it's been a day. Oof. So... Um, yeah, so they throw the flag into the crowd, and uh, the guy who does it st- starts walking to the back, taking off his gear, and uh, he goes into the locker room. Right. Well, they start discussing it. He was never ejected from the game. They never threw him out. Wait, how, how did they not throw a guy out for throwing the flag? Well, I, I mean, it's not like he punched a guy. He just he got upset. He picked up a flag, and he threw it in the crowd. I thought it was an immediate eject- – well, it's a penalty. He got – Sure, he got he a got taunting. 15 yards. Right, he got yeah. the taunting penalty, and it was costly. But at no point did they announce over the loudspeaker that he was tossed out, which I thought he was, too. He was walking in the locker room. I figured, okay, they must have said it, but they didn't say it on the uh, the overcom system. So there was a, a big to-do. Yep. And then uh, man, Lynch had a good day today. Yeah, where's he at? And then, uh, yeah, the, re- the the coaches are talking, and everybody's trying to figure out what's going on. And it turns out, yeah, they're like, no, we never we never threw him out. All right. So, so did he make a play? Did he? Did he, he, end up, he he ends up coming back. Okay, he comes back, but he doesn't, because he thought he was kicked out. But he right, but now he doesn't have socks on. Okay, he doesn't have his socks on. But he threw his cleats on without socks. He, he had his he had his cleats on right, but there were no socks. He just kind came of a back. Superhero move here, and he started yelling at the crowd. He started getting upset. Okay, it was uh, uh, Marcus Peters. An arranged Marcus Peters picked up the penalty flag and tossed it away during an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty. 
Elijah McGuire ran in moments later to convert the two-point play and make it 38-31. A uh, very undisciplined game from the Chiefs. who uh, They're imploding. They're imploding. This yeah. is a team that yeah. looked really good going into the season. This is a team that <laughs> they looked like they might be unstoppable. But now they're falling apart. I mean, absolutely getting crushed. So I don't know what the answer is for the Chiefs. Um, I mean, they're in a much better situation than the Bears, but it's still, it, it's, you know, Andy Reid gets the shame bell. Shame. 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 For shame. I don't know where that music's coming from. You hear the music? Yes, yeah, football music. Nice work. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's probably, I'm on ESPN. They're probably playing a little jingle there. All right. So in that, uh, in that Higgins League, uh-huh. I am guaranteed at least second place. Guaranteed? Let me take this back. I am not guaranteed that. There is a decent chance of second place. I don't know. You walked in here. You told me you got first place wrapped up, brother. Oh, man. You uh, said it was all over but the shouting. Well, right now I'm in first place, and if I can keep a couple guys who've got 120 minutes left from scoring 60 points. That's what you said when you walked in. If I can keep a couple guys from scoring 60 points, then I've got it. How many players do they have? Is it three players? Nope, two players. Okay. Uh, And one of them has a defense. So it seems very likely then. No, there's – hang on. There's a guy with with 180, and he's got a defense, he's got a flex, and he's got a wide receiver. Oh, my boy Brandon was just a point away from – taking that spot and it looks like he he's got some big players left he's got some big players jeffro does he uh he's one of the sharks yeah if you take a look oh yeah he is he's got a flex he's got a defense which that that helps and then he's got uh he's got a wide receiver if he's sitting on antonio brown isn't brown hurt i think brown's gonna play he'll be just fine okay don't you worry about brown oh is this because you get you need him anywhere no, I don't need them. I don't okay. care. All right. All right. Yeah, I hope you win, because I, I, I need you to have a little more money in your account so I can take it. Jesus, yeah. No. Fare thee well. Fare thee well. Right now on the week, I'm at about a plus 50. No, I'm at a plus 60 for the week. Good. Good no job. Bad. Yeah, thanks, man. I hope that's going All straight right. to the baby's uh, college fund. Yep, it sure is. Yeah. So, um, what what do you think of this of, of these Bears? Uh, I think Mitch put together one one decent run. Uh, Cohen, that we've been asking for him not to return punts anymore, returns a big punt. Didn't win him the game. I still don't want him doing it though. Like I haven't changed in that opinion. I'm with you. Um, There's I, no reason to hurt him. No reason at all. Uh, did you catch this today? Uh, Trubisky called for uh, Cohen to get some more touches. Good. That was smart. Yeah, smart move because it definitely was needed. Definitely. Um, I mean, you look at what they're doing with Kamara, and I know the Bears aren't the Saints, and Drew Brees isn't our quarterback, and we don't have the best line. Rex is our quarterback. Um, we don't have the line that the Saints have. But, you know, they got, they got two running backs, and they use them efficiently and, and wisely. And right. I, don't, I don't know who was debating me earlier this year. Maybe it was Kellen that they don't want the Saints coach as our coach. 
It's not going to happen now. I, I think he's going to get uh, an extension, Sean Payton. Okay. But, I mean, this is, this is what the Saints do. They moved away from their passing identity and moved to a run, and it, it's working for them. Yes. So, I, you know, I don't know. Well, uh, today the Bears' leading rusher was Howard with 13 carries for 38 yards, and the leading receiver was going. Are we ready? For 39 yards. Yeah. You want to talk about the TD thing? Oh, whoever played Goodwin in Daily Fantasy, they got to be real pissed. 99 yards. Oh, just misses the yeah. bonus. Yeah. 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 yeah, those are the days. 100 points for those of you who don't play it. Get you a bonus three. 100 yards gets you a bonus three points in Daily Fantasy. Uh, Garoppolo versus Trubisky. Did you catch that? Garoppolo was 26 of 37 attempts. 293 yards. Pissed he missed it, too. Uh, one interception. And Mitch Trubisky, 12 of 15 um, for 102 yards and a touchdown. Okay. Jimmy didn't throw a touchdown. No. Hell, the only guy who scored was Robbie Gold. Welcome back. Do you hear him get the ovation when he made that first field goal? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the crowd went wild. <laughs> and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, did uh, – did what? What's his name? Uh, did he end up kicking the extra point, Santos? I know he was on the sidelines. I, I heard that on the radio. Yeah, he was hurt. I don't. I don't. Rem- I don't recall. I don't. I don't. And uh, I. I. I heard that during halftime, Mike Glennon was practicing holding for uh, mega punt for O'Donnell, the punter, to do some kicks. They were they were prepared if needed. Any word on what it is with Santos? Because I know that he he got injured early in the year for Santos. Yeah, yeah, he's got or, a ca- uh, he's got a case of being bad. Being bad. It's just that yeah, it's going around. It, it, what, it's like the you remember when uh, the WWE got the meningitis? Yeah, oh, yeah, and everybody had the meningitis, yeah. and it was a whole disaster. Well, the same thing happened uh, with bad. You could catch bad, and then it goes around the locker room, and then everybody has it. We have a call, so we, we might as well hit the phone line here. <clears throat> Let's go. Where are we going? All right, eight one five. Who's this, and where are you calling from? Hey, what's up, guys? It's Travis. What's up, Travis? Travis, how you doing, brother? I'm good, man. I'm good. How are you guys? Pretty good. This is uh, Travis from the Men in Scoring Position podcast, of course. Oh, right, right, right. I was thinking it was your your buddy, Travis. No. What I got (laughs) to... No, no, the the other guy, the one that I fucking hate. Yeah. Yeah. No. What's (laughs) up, Travis? Uh, How are you feeling after the Chicago Bears today, dude? Dude. I just I don't understand, man. Uh, it just one plus one equals ten. Apparently, I don't I don't get it. Just don't get it. You know, Jordan Howard was a total no show. We can only score one touchdown in the air game, and you know we're only putting up fourteen points. I don't even know what we're averaging this season. I'm just I I, I don't know. I, what are your guys' thoughts? Because right now I'm just at a loss, and it's I, I'm just kind of ashamed to be a Bears fan, to be honest with you. Well, I don't know if I'd give him the shame, Bell, because, uh, you know, we knew this going in. This yeah. isn't a surprise. Like, in the beginning of the year, we knew it was going to be this bad, and it is. And we got – I mean, we do have a new quarterback we're watching grow, and it does seem like development is lacking. I mean, the team is an absolute garbage fire. There's no question about it. But we're not Cleveland. Yeah. We're not San Francisco. Right, right. Although they beat us, maybe we should be San Francisco. Well, but I understand that they had the lead for for quite a bit of the game today. They did have the lead at, at times, and but what the the fifteen passing attempts? I just I don't understand that at all. Like I think, I mean, he was twelve of fifteen. 
It's not yeah. like they were. He was throwing too many incompletes out there. No, you yeah. know. I mean, pass the ball a little bit more. If you want to win games, you've got to pass the damn ball. Obviously, as you said, they were stuffing Howard. I don't know. Yeah. Well, you know what's so frustrating about it is it's like, what does Fox have to lose? He's like a, a rich man's Ben McAdoo right now. You know, it's like, yeah. you know, I agree. 12 to 15, it's the end of the season. You know, you got nothing to lose. And, and the kids got to just grip it and rip it. There's how many games left. You know, and I get it. There's no receivers. You know, uh, you know, Don Inman or whatever his name is, or however you say it, you know, is our go-to guy, and they're they're building kind of a rapport. You got the development of Baby Gronk and all that, but it's like just just go out there and do what you got to do. You know, kind of pull like the far vest mentality. Like, what do you got to lose? You're going to be the dude for the next three three four years anyway. You know, you got uh, nothing to, to hide. Didn't see Shaheen you know? out there at all today, man. I mean, I know that, as you said, he's developing a bit, but it was kind of nice to see him yeah. getting some catches there the last couple of weeks. Uh, Inman ended up with two receptions for 21 yards. Uh, it just, yeah, it's, it, it's not there right now, Al. No, it's not. I mean, it, it wasn't there and it's not going to be there. And I, I get what you're saying, Travis. Like if you're, if you're that quarterback, why not just take some risk? But you also run the risk of being destroyed by this media and just suddenly going from the hero and the savior to the goat, and you're never going to make it, and you're a failure, and you're another one of uh, Ryan Pace's draft failures, and we should get Pace out of right. here. We need to start over, and we're going to have a really high draft pick. Thankfully, because we lost to the 49ers, helps us even better. Um, so maybe we should get yeah. another quarterback. I mean, it, it's just you, uh, you don't want that. You're playing them safe, and uh, you're just – Holding, you're keeping the car in the garage till you get a professional driver to drive right. it. Right, 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 right. It's just true, and you know, Chicago Bears fans need to be ashamed of themselves sometimes because they are a very fickle fan base. You know, myself included. You know, you always you want to string them up right away, and it's like you got to look at the different intricacies of the game and what's actually going on from the top to the bottom. Um, but you know, I, I just. I don't know what we're going to do. I want to be excited about the offseason. I want to be excited about the moves. I just don't trust this organization as a whole. I really think that we're kind of we're kind of an embarrassment of an organization in, in the grand scheme of things. We're bottom we're bottom, you know, twenty eight to thirty two at this point, you know, and it's it's a shame because I'm immensely proud of of the Bears. But you know, going into the season, the defense was supposed to be our 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 weak point, and they ended up being our strongest asset, you know. Right, and right, and we right. pick up what Tariq Cohen off of YouTube, so it's like it's just so unpredictable and fickle, and I don't see the direction in which we're going to go. Are we going to build through free agency in the draft and hope that we go eight and eight next year, or what the hell's supposed to happen? I, I just don't get it. I don't know. Well, I mean, there's a lot of people seeing the similarities right now between this year's Bears and last year's LA Rams. Yeah, let's not get ahead of ourselves. I'm not saying yeah. they're the same. Yeah. I'm saying seeing the similarities here. Uh-huh. Uh, get a different coach in there. That okay. Get a different offensive coordinator. Let, let's kind of get this together. Let's see. The, the similarities, they all wear helmets. This is a league <laughs> that this is a league where yesterday's trash is tomorrow's gold. But this trash yeah. is on fire. This is a Dude, sometimes you can pull the you can pull the the, the wreckage out of that. This fire. is a dumpster fire. You can use the you same can't... the same no, metal no, no, no. and steel that you used that got burnt up there. You can use it again to build something bigger. All right, better. To, to your point, uh, Stone Cold always says, to it. "Who's point?" To your point, to your point, I'm going to make here is um, you get a guy you 
okay, do we have the talent is the question. No, receiver, no. But elsewhere, because you look at our defense, and right now we do have some defensive players, and we have a, we have a decent coach at defense. We have a good coach at defense. And it's we have, able we have to a produce coach on defense. Yeah, and, and it's able to produce above the player's talent because of coaching. If we got that on offense, we're right in the middle of the league. We are eight and eight, so it certainly is possible. And uh, sure. it's just I, first year coach coming in. I it's going to be uh, it's going to be an uphill battle, but it it is feasible, and it is exciting going into the off season wondering who the coach is going to be. Maybe we could get Ben McAdoo. Well, <laughs> God, I'll, I'll, I don't know if I can handle that, man. I that would be a move. This, though, it, I, I guess the frustrating thing, you know, as a Bears fan saying that, you know, our receivers are our biggest downfall, is you look at, what, two years ago, we had on paper some of the best hands in the game on the outsides and, and even at tight end, and now it's like, yeah. and now we go from that to whatever trash that we have now, and it was the pace era that did that, which is infuriating. You know, and sure. it was the pace area that put us in this damn kicking situation, which is infuriating. You know, it's like he's almost like a Dustin Hoffman Rain Man. It's like he finds a Cody Whitehair or he finds a, you know, he finds a this guy or that guy, but then he, he, you know, he picks up Kevin White and gets rid of all our receivers and gets rid of Robbie Gold. And it's like, well, what the fuck? I don't even know how to feel at this point. You know? Yeah. Well, you should feel, you should feel angry. Well, you should. There's somebody else who's been kind of the talk a little bit, and Tom Brady today gave him a bit of a pep talk on the sidelines. I don't know if you caught that. Uh, McDaniel. Oh, with Josh uh, McDaniels? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, oh, he was fired up. Did you catch that, Tom no. Brady? Bitching out. Offensive coordinator Josh McDaniels. Oh, I did, right at the end of the game. Yeah, yeah. He wanted to go for something. And on to that point, I hear a lot of talk that McDaniels might be ready to be a head coach at this point, which would be really funny well, to bring refresh, that full circle. Oh, go ahead. Refresh I'm, my I'm memory. How did he do – did he do okay in Denver? When he, I think he was a head coach in Denver, wasn't he? He was, and if you recall, he signed Ryan Mallett, I believe it was. Or he was trying to trade for Ryan Mallett, and that's what got Jay Cutler pissed off, and that's why he demanded the trade, and that's why he got a trade to the Chicago Bears. So that brings it kind of circle, and that thing kind of yeah, fell, fell off the rails for McDaniels. He won a playoff game with uh, with. Uh, Tim Tebow, uh, you know, I remember them beating the Pittsburgh with the miracle, you know, dude, he he won ball games somehow. It was silly fun watching those games happen for some reason they won. Uh, I was Tim Tebow and I'm not afraid to admit it. I, I don't care. He was like, he was a, he was a more religious Orton, you know, 180 yards a game, two touchdowns and an interception, but he always won. Yeah. You know, here's a name, here's a name. Here's a name I'm going to throw out for coach. What about Frank Reich? The Eagles offensive coordinator. Frank Reich? The quarterback? The quarterback. He's the Eagles offensive coordinator right now. He's before working with the Eagles, he was in San Diego working with Phillip Rivers, and he had success there. I think that's a guy you want to target. That's not a bad idea. Frank Reich is awesome. Yeah. I like that. Rivers hit his... You know, in a per- oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. You got it. Go. <laughs> no, I was going to say, in a perfect world, you know, all these rumblings about Gruden getting the itch, you know, that would be pretty awesome, in my opinion. And I think it would be a good fit considering our strengths, you know, with yeah. uh, Jordan Howard and Tariq Cohen. And he's a very no-nonsense guy. He's not too worried about it. The only thing I would be 
hesitant about is a lot of these guys that are, you know, novelty pieces from, you know, 10, 10 or so years removed end up not panning out for the most part or, or, or go six and 10 or go eight and eight. And they're kind of living off of their reputation, which is what I wouldn't want. But if we could get Gruden, I don't think there's a Bears fan that would oppose it. No, I, I, I would be cautious of it. You know, it was like when everybody was talking about the Bears maybe getting, um, who was the Steelers uh, coach with the mustache? Because Bears fans oh, love dude Power. I wanted him to so bad. Yeah, yeah. And he was, he, I mean, he was Such out of touch with I the was. game, and he, he would not have. Right. I don't think he would have worked. I think Lovey was probably <laughs> as good. Hey, look, sure. Buddy Ryan didn't work out as head coach. It, it happens with coordinators. That, that's kind of how it works. Uh, Frank Wright, he's the architect, right? That's Franklin, Frank, Frank Lloyd Wright. Frank Lloyd Wright, yeah. Right. <laughs> this is Reich. Reich. Now, like a very guys, German. There's been rumblings about Fangio taking the head coaching job as well. What do you guys think about the defensive I mean, coordinator to head coaching transfer? My, my sources inside Hellas Hall is they want a clean sweep. They have no interest in keeping anybody. I've seen that. So um, if, really? if, my people are, if my people are telling me what, what's true, then I think uh, – I think he's gone. And if you really look at it, there's no reason he shouldn't be the head coach of this team right now. You know, you fire Fox and you give Fangio an audition, see what he's got, and uh, then you can make a more educated choice in the offseason if you should go for a Frank Reich or if you should just stick with Fangio. I don't think we need a defensive coach with a brand new, with a young quarterback. That's my only concern. I would be 100% on the Fangio bandwagon because I think he's an excellent defensive coordinator. But when you have a, a, a brand-new quarterback, a top-five draft pick as your quarterback, you want a guy who knows offense in there. And it's very hard. It's almost impossible to get good offensive coordinators because they all become head coaches because they're so valuable while defense is, is not a, at a premium anymore. So, Right. Frank right. Reich. Yeah. It's, uh, it's Frank Reich. Frank Reich. Oh, go ahead. No, no, yeah, the Frank Reich. I didn't even hear the name. I just know that he's a winner. And he's, you know, kind of like a comeback kid so from college all the way to the pros. So that's, he's that's been, pretty cool. And as a career backup, he's just been learning the game pretty much his entire career. Oh, yeah. He, he, had the, he had the right spot for that. But he did get to spend a year with a pretty damn easy coaching gig in the NFL with the Indianapolis Colts, the 09-010 seasons. He, uh, he was their quarterback's coach there for Peyton Manning. That, uh... <laughs> spent that pretty easy but so, what i like about him here, all the he's done both wide receivers coaching and and quarterbacks coaching yeah. and he's with the eagles who they've got something going on when he was a wide receivers coach he was with larry fitzgerald helped him have one of his best seasons when he was with the uh, san diego chargers he helped uh, uh philip rivers have a four thousand yard season and then he became their coordinator before he went to philadelphia which man uh this is his second season there as their offensive coordinator. And all they needed uh, this year was a little bit of Elshon Jeffrey, who they just gave, what, a four-year extension to? Oh. Uh, yeah, cor- correct. They just signed him uh, long. Uh, Look, I'm not going to feel awful about this with Elshon Jeffrey. Don't get me wrong. I wish that the Bears had, 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 got, had him for another season. But, I mean, he, he spent a lot of time injured. And you didn't quite know for sure what you have. And to be honest, he spent a year uninjured, but you don't know what the future holds. Well, you know what, though? Gase is kind of a cuck in his own right, because that idiot goes and signs Cutler, 
with all these other viable options, and now he's reaping what he sows. And then they go and trade away Ajayi, and I don't know if that comes from management or whatnot, but Gase was a great offensive coordinator for the Bears for the season that he was here, but he hasn't done diddly-dick down in Miami. So I'm not on this whole, like, oh, I miss Gase bandwagon because he really hasn't done much of anything. And, you know, if he was down there lighting it up, I'd be like, God damn it, Bears, because they did the same thing with Bruce Arians. They passed him up for Trustman. He did know, hire so. one hell. He did hire one hell of an uh, an offensive coach. Uh, what, what was that guy? Was he lineman coach? Line- yeah, the guy who likes the party, huh? <laughs> yeah, the guy who likes the party, sending his uh, stripper oh, girlfriend yeah, yeah, yeah. videos. My him, kind of coach, him man. Him doing coke. Oh man, he was the highest paid. <laughs> we we, we position, should look him up. Yeah, hell yeah, let's go. I bet we can get him on the show. Right, we probably could. Yeah. He, he probably could be a co-host. If you sons of bitches on men in scoring position get him on your show before, then I'm going to be pissed. Then what? You let us have him first. I'm, we're, we're gunning for him. We're gunning for him. This is oh, bullshit. man. So, this yeah, I appreciate you guys having me on. I, I wish I was more enthusiastic or, you know, at this point I'm just kind of like hands up what's going to happen. I guess I'm just curious and twiddling my thumbs until the draft, seeing what we do with all this money we're sitting on and see what we do with all these draft picks. Travis, Cleveland is still on the schedule, my friend. There should be a I victory swear to God, left. The way we're playing, we're going to lose. We're I hope lose. we do. The last game of the year, they they have a chance to make them completely defeated. I hope we now lose. Now get that mad game. and start talking. Oh shit! I really hope we lose. Right, that well, game. now that they have Gordon, now that they have Gordon and Coleman, that's I mean, right. You got yeah, you got you got a weed smoking, play talking, trash talking guy. I think it's gonna be wonderful. I I can't wait. <laughs> that Cleveland game is gonna be the, that's a, we should have a party. We should do a party that day. Like have some chili. Oh my God, it's like Christmas. This. It's Christmas Eve. Oh, never mind. Is this what it yeah. feels like to be like a Bills mafia? Like just just know that anyway. we're gonna lose every single every yes. season. Yes, oh, it is absolutely. God. Well, you know, thank God this isn't baseball though, because if Trubisky was, we were calling him up like he would a pitcher or a hitter. You know, he'd be really really psyched out. You know, poor kid. You know, at least his, yeah. his numbers are are halfway decent in terms of percentage wise from from everything that I've looked up. You know. Travis, before we let you go, I just want to say that there's a little bit to look forward to uh, coming up. You got the uh, Major League Baseball winter meetings. These Cubs, there's going to be some things no. happening. These Cubs, there, there's a lot that's going to happen here in the next month to month and a half. Oh, no. And then pitchers and catchers report, that's right around the corner. No way. Oh, I'm, I'm pumped. I mean, they did, they did the smartest thing they could have done in getting rid of that bum Hector Rondon. And nice. uh, the only thing that scares me is that Ouch. apparently Giancarlo Stanton is talking to the to the St. Louis Cardinals, and that really creeps me out. Last I caught, what? I think he's saying no. He's telling he's Jeter. God. He, Jeter and the no ownership way. down there, Al, they've come in and they, they want him to waive his no-trade clause, their, their star player. Uh, and he has a no-trade clause, and basically they're saying, they have said this to him, you can stay here with this team, but we're going to be terrible. Like, they're, 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 trying, to, they're trying to make sure that they can trade. Who's that, Miami, right? Yeah, it's, it's Miami, which Jeter now is, a, is an owner down there. And they're, they're trying to burn the thing down. They're trying to do what the Cubs did and whatnot. The only problem is he has a no-trade clause, and I think that they're handling it in a pretty poor, pretty poor way. But that's, but I, like, that's I don't, just classic Miami. That's what they do. You know, the Marlins are just notorious for being really good, having all this talent, and then stripping the team bare for absolutely no reason whatsoever and being horrible for five years. Let me ask you this. How are, how are you going to feel if uh, if a pitcher named Jake Arrieta 
signs inside a division, and I'm not just talking inside of the division. I'm talking about either that place that's a five-hour drive from Chicago or that place that's a 90-minute uh, drive. Yeah. Ooh. I got to be honest with you. I think he's going to have a couple really good games, and he's going to just, you know, be lights out against us. And Milwaukee was like a surprisingly coming out of the gate team. I did not see that coming this year. But at the end of the day, it's Braun. Braun is Braun scares me more than Arietta, to be honest with you. I, it, Braun is just a fucking cub killer, and I don't know Always. what he's got against us, but he just. Yeah, and guys, Carlos, I would like and... to look at his all-time career stats against the Cubs. It's probably like Barry Bonds-esque. He and Carlos Lee. Uh, yeah. Remember Carlos Lee? <gasps> Cub killers. Braun. Braun's a, I mean, he sets records, what he does against the Cubs. He's got to be batting 600 with 900 home runs. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Uh, <laughs> give, or take a, give or take an RBI, that's it. If you haven't yet got to it, I haven't, I had never listened to a 30 for 30 podcast until this last week. Check it out. Wayne Mesmer's the narrator of the 30 for 30 podcast on the lights at Wrigley. Uh, there was some neighborhood shit that I didn't know about. There was some stuff with Rick Sutcliffe as a pitcher. That night he threw out the first pitch, the first night of the light, lights, and MLB told him that they were going to call it a strike as long as it was close. They just didn't want that ball to end up a home run, or they didn't want it to end up a foul ball. So they were going to call it a strike. And that's where I'll leave you with that. Take a listen to the 30 for 30 on the lights at Wrigley. It's awesome, man. I'm definitely going to check that out. Guys, I just want to say thank you so much for having me on again. I love your show. Love you guys. You guys are awesome. Your show is all right. Thank you, Travis. We appreciate that, man. We enjoy it, man. Thank you for the ring. All right. Say hi to Billy for me. Goodbye. Bye-bye. So, I don't know if you know it, but uh, my partner here, Al, has a soundboard tonight. No. Yeah. Yeah. These are all voices just coming through uh, randomly. I actually found... um, you know who this is? Uh, that was Travis. It's Santa Claus. Hello? Hello? Have you been a good little girl? Is this what it was like when they were taking the picture? Is that the Grinch? No, that's, uh, that, that's Santa. Oh, that's Santa using himself in the third person. That's exactly what it was. It was a legit Santa. Like, uh, you know, a real beard. Yes. I think, it- I think Santa's got to be a real beard Santa. Am I wrong? I think Santa, yeah, you can't have a fake beard, Santa. Check it out. Grab that son bitch by the, by the facial hair. Right there. Grab oh. that real beard. That Santa is ugly. Like, that had is a, a fake creepy one, she'd, Santa. She'd probably pull it down. I got to find her one with a fake she was, beard. She was defending herself. Look at this man's He's not grabbing her all there over are. the place. There, there, are, there are some creepy Santas. No, this guy's he's classic. Have you been naughty? He's got a sleigh. Nice. He has a sleigh, Al. The sleigh that you just There's a tree. It's because somebody owns a sleigh doesn't mean they're not creepy. Yes, it does. All right, obviously a very disappointing loss. Um, you know, I think in a nutshell, you know, you don't give up an offensive touchdown. Um, you're going to win your share in this league. Uh, that wasn't the case today. Um, from an injury standpoint, uh, Pernell McPhee left the game with a shoulder, you did not return. Mitch Unrine knee uh, left and did not return. Kyle Long's shoulder uh, did not return. This and uh, Carlos Santos did uh, tweak his groin a little bit. Um, that's why we went with uh, um, uh, 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 I mean, uh, yeah, our, our punter. Our punter. Um, he doesn't know his name. He, kicked, he did the kickoffs. Pat O'Donnell uh, handled Excuse that. Excuse me? And, um, 
we were available for kicks, but just short kicks. You know, it was a little bit of a, a range issue, but didn't come to fruition. So uh, we'll let you know about that. Uh, uh, the, the guy who punts, the guy who kicks the ball on fourth down. You know, I, think, um, we, I don't think we played well enough on third down. Uh, obviously, that last one, we had an opportunity to get a stop at 14-12. Uh, I think it was third and nine. So I think the third down defense uh, was problematic. I will say the red area defense was pretty good. Um, Joe Baby does a lot of things. I think it's his voice. I think Uh, Joe Baby is just being able to generate something offensively. I don't think we really established the run game. Uh, Joe Baby was improved in some of the past vocalizing. Third down, we're five to ten. What we're all feeling. Yeah, but all in all, you know, a low scoring game. We came up on the short end. Yeah, we talked about it, but it would have been done at about 136 or 140 or whatever it was. And, uh, you know, we felt good about the block we had, you know, on a potential field goal. Um, You know, neither one of those are great options, you know, at the five to four yard line. All right. That's John Fox on his loss to the 49ers. You can find that on, uh, well, that's courtesy on YouTube and uh, broadcast by the Bears themselves. They stream. Uh, they stream the uh, press conference. Oh, that's really nice. That's wonderful. Uh, uh, you know, I, I don't know anybody's name, and uh, when and uh, you know, I just uh, I, I grew this facial hair. Just trying it. Seven six zero four five four eight eight three four. He does have a beard thing going. Let's on get right this now. thing through this together tonight. Let's do through this tonight. Yeah. Oh man. Well, there, I mean, there is always next year. So there was I, – I did a little research uh, while Travis was talking uh, about uh, Reich, and there was an article – oh, don't tell me. I freaking lost it here. There was an article in the Sun-Times uh, last week. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't, I, wasn't the, I wasn't the first one to think of this. Um, four Bears questions. Is Eagles Frank Reich a head coach candidate? This is by Patrick Finley of the Chicago Sun-Times. When someone asked Bears cornerback Prince Akamukamaka what he was thankful for Prince Thursday, Akamukamara, he had a blunt answer. Oh, he had a blunt? That his teammates haven't quit. You see around the league, it looks like some teams aren't giving it their all, he said. And I know that these guys, just with their circumstances we're in, we're still fighting and not giving up. You can only ask that from these guys. I respect that a lot. Okay, that wasn't me that 2, time. 2,000. That time wasn't me. Who was it? Uh, I have no idea. I don't know where that came from. Anyways, uh, so we need to start looking at a new quarterback, and they say that uh, according to Coach Peterson, Doug Peterson, what he sees in uh, Reich, he's got the right demeanor. He's a player's coach. He relates well to the players. He does a great job with the offensive staff, and he's got the right demeanor. He's got the mindset, the mentality, the leadership qualities that you see. I think it is a matter of time. Obviously, the more success you have as a team, a lot of places are going to look. And I was fortunate a couple of years ago to be in that position. I see Frank maybe one day having another opportunity. After a 13-year NFL stint, he's best known for coming off the bench to rally the Bills from the 32-point down and overtime victory against the Oilers in the playoffs. I remember that game. Reich worked for the Colts and the Cardinals before becoming the Chargers quarterback coach in 2013. He oh. promoted offensive coordinator the next year. And joined the Eagles two years later, so I think uh, I think he's a really good option for the Bears. And um, I don't think Gruden's coming anywhere. I'm going to be honest. I think he's he's making good money, sitting yeah. on his ass, uh, not having to, to do much. You hear his name so much. I just heard it for some college gig too. Like 
and he loves it. I'm sure he he helps he helps he puts little hints out there that this might be the year he returns. Would you do it if you had the gig you had? He has no, no. Are you kidding me? Shit, no. Hell, he's one of the guys that ESPN still has employed. If I won, if I won that hundred thousand dollars in that DraftKings tournament, I would. I think I'd retire for a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. Take a couple of years off. By the way, Clark, take a few years off. Would you still need to make money? Yeah, I'd still need a little money. I, I'd work, you know, see if maybe I could just work weekends or you know some kind of easy easy job or you know you just show up, do a couple hours. You know, okay. I would look just to make make my rent. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But anyways, um. So those blue balls behind you. I was actually, I wrote that down. I was going to get to it. Like, you didn't, yeah. Oh, are you, are you upset I was that gonna I led to it? Yeah, you told me earlier to bring it up later. Now go ahead. What about your blue balls? Fuck your money. Um, so I, I was shopping for things to clean my bong with. Okay. Because I had a glass bong and it was getting monkey on the inside. So you got meth? It's not meth. Will you stop that? That is horrible. It's blue. It's, I don't think meth is actually blue. Oh, oh, I touched it. It's not meth. Oh, no, it's a, okay. That's gooey. They're gooey balls. Where do you get these? So I'm on Amazon and I'm looking for things to clean pipes with. And it, it, this this comes up. This little magical package of little uh, tiny beads. Yeah. So I'm like, all right. I, they were very nondescript on what they do. All right. They're like, oh, you know, just put get these, you'll be pleased. So I ordered them. Frickin' snake oil, Clark. It shows up in a tiny package about this big, about about the size of a business card. Snake oil. It's snake oil. You know what snake oil is? Yeah. If you buy snake oil, you're 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 an idiot. You're a fool. You're a no, buffoon you, if you purchase snake oil. You're not a buffoon. But what it was, you're a little bit lacking of smart. Do you know where it comes from? You know the history of snake oil? Uh, no. What is it? So back in the olden days, it back you know you lived in your little town of Kirkland and there was yeah, no internet yeah. and it's like 19, uh, 1920, and a guy would come to town with a with a cart and he'd sell a, a potion that can cure everything. It could get rid of your alcoholism. It could get rid of uh, your heartburn. It could get rid of the baby crying. Okay. All you need is a little bit of snake oil, and he would sell a bottle of snake oil. And, and what it was was probably you know cough medicine, if that. Maybe some water with some dye in it. Okay. And he would take your money, and then he'd go to the next town. But by the time you got home and tried this shit, you realize it sucked. It's a lot like the as-you've-seen-on-TV stuff. Okay. A lot of that is snake oil. You buy it, you get it home, you open it, and you go, oh. Okay, this isn't quite what I thought it was. Did sea you, monkey. Did you attempt to use it? So the little package comes with instructions, and it says, and I'm telling you, these, these beads are the size of maybe a, a pen, the ballpoint and a pen. Okay. There was a, there's hundreds of these little beads. They say, put this in four quarts of water. So I get a big tub, and I put them in the water, and they say, wait eight hours. So I'm excited. I'm like, oh, in eight hours, it's going to be like three in the morning. Yeah. I'll throw a couple of these in the bong, clean it right up. I'll be excited right to bong, go. Boom. So three o'clock rolls in the morning. All of a sudden, I walk in. The whole damn container is now full of these balls. There's now the size of marbles, and there's hundreds of them. So you use too many. Right, but the package said use the whole thing. If the package would have said, hey, use it. Did it say which side is of a bong to use it in? Did it say, like, I mean, is it made to fit into a, a bigger container? Like, what's going on here? Well, you no, know, you're supposed to make the beads outside of the, the bong. Okay. It's like I did there. So yeah. I put it in, like, a tub, and, and I made them. And they grew, and they became the size. There's some in there, if you look. If you actually look, you could see. Oh, yeah. 
They are. So is that all right? Perfect jelly blue balls emerge, and like they're bouncy blue balls, and they don't break unless you squeeze them. I thought maybe they would change the smoke a different color. I thought there's something magical was going to happen. I put it in there. It's supposed to like catch all the gunk. It does nothing. They just float around. It's bullshit. Snake oil. It's doing something. Absolutely nothing. Clark. How do you know? You've already. I mean, there's time, right? Like you can wait. It's been. Time. It's been like it's been long enough where there should be some sign that these are working. So now, two days later, I have a bin full of these perfectly made balls just sitting there. And every time I'd walk by, I'd stick my hand in it, and I'd be like, ooh, these feel nice, but what the hell am I supposed to do with these balls? Well, they say on that card, well, you could freeze them. Then you put them in your bong, and it cools the bong, and it's refreshing. So I'd put the the damn thing in the freezer knowing exactly what was going to happen. They were all going to freeze together. Yep. Oh, so then you couldn't. Why did you put them together? Why didn't you just take a couple out that would fit and freeze them separately? Because I wanted to either be done with these things or have them work. So I put them all in there. Okay. And then the next day, you know what happens? What happens? They're all frozen together. No. So I thaw them out, and now all the balls are broken. They completely lost their shape, and now I just have this giant bowl of jelly. So these are previously frozen blue balls. Correct. Uh, there's a couple of balls in there that still work. Okay. I put, right. put in there for samples. There should be a full ball in there. Okay. I'm not going to touch it. You can touch it. It's... it's it's, I guarantee you all it is is gelatin. There's a ball. Yeah. So I had a bunch of those, and they were actually nice. They, they were cool, but what, you can't have those sitting around the house. People think you're doing meth or something. Yeah. No, I know. You, you walk in, and I mean, this is from a guy I don't know what meth looks like. So it, it was blue. And I don't think meth is blue, but I don't know either. No, only the best meth on uh, Breaking Bad. Right, right. The yeah. quality meth the is quality blue. quality meth. That, that's not real, I don't. A man with great ambition and no morals. I wouldn't bet against you. I catch that live PD show quite a bit, and uh, there's a lot of meth out there right now. Oh yeah. And it's it's I I haven't had very much time seeing real humans on television or movies on meth. Like it's very distinct, and it they're weird, man. It's an awful drug. I had a girl. Um, That's a weird drug. I had a girl come into the karaoke bar who uh, she was on that show. She was very pretty, and like we were talking, and uh, you know, I finally did she tell you? Well, she, she, I finally, I'm like, hey, you know, I'm like, you know, you're really, really good looking. Yep. And she's like, oh yeah, well, you know, I was just on, uh, I was on the show, you know, I don't know if you see, I'm gonna be on next week's episode of Live uh, PD. Live PD. So was, I she, was she a cop? I don't know. I didn't check it out. I haven't, I haven't looked. I haven't seen. I don't even I imagine I'd recognize her if I saw her. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which um. You know where she's from? Was she local? Police department's on there. No, I mean she was too pretty to be a policeman. No offense to the I police don't know. officers. There's, a, there's a, uh, I always one find two cute police officers. I often you do find see a cute police yes, officers. absolutely. I always find female cops to be attractive. I uh, I don't know the uniform or it what. Does. Yeah, it it wins. That but, works both ways. But I'm telling you, the uniform like, is more attractive. She was she was she was a woman whose hair was perfectly done, whose nails were perfectly done. Who, you know, you you could tell she spends a lot of money on her appearance. Okay. And, you know, which a, a police officer wouldn't have the luxury of doing because they have to be more. They wouldn't have the time. To the time that. and the ability to to transform to that, and then to yeah, no, I get it. You don't want long nails while you're out on the gig. And she had a really sure. nice wedding ring on too, like you know. So, so she was married, but you married. Didn't tell her she was attractive. I think yeah. that's that's acceptable, right? Sure. Is it? Boy, how about all these uh, sexual harassment charges, huh? 
It's everywhere, man. You know, you can't. Uh, you can't. You, I mean, what, what, what is Andrew Dice Clay doing these days? No, he he won't be able to do those jokes. No, uh, no, it's not. That stuff is not funny anymore. It doesn't go anywhere. I don't know, man. I wonder who's next. It's good. Somebody's next. Oh, yeah, of course. And I would say that anything that you really hear about that are substantiated, like you're hearing about a lot of celebrities with like one person who accuses them, but then you start getting celebrities and there's five people and it's been going on for a long time and using their position of power for sex. Like that's a culture that needs to be changed a little bit. Absolutely. Using your power for sex. Now, using sex to work your way in as well, that's an, I mean, that, that happens. I would say people using their power for sex happens way more often. I like Round. I'd like to see it at one. How Final. How do we get there? Huh? How do we get there? I don't know. We, go, yeah. we, we have a call. All right. Good. I think uh, it's from the 973. I don't know. Yeah, they're going to take us somewhere else, I hope. <laughs> Hello, 973. Go ahead. Where are you calling from? Good evening. Uh, I'm calling from New Jersey. That's the 973 area codes. Welcome. Uh, what's your name, bud? Uh, Lou, Lou from uh, northern New Jersey. All right, Lou, what's on your mind, brother? Well, in case that you haven't heard, well, I think this should be a wackadoo's last game. Yep, if absolutely. Not, really if not, there's something wrong with the NFL uh, coaching. The NFL coaching. He has done nothing for the team this year. No. Absolutely nothing. Doo-doo. McAdoo has done doo-doo. He, that, it, what, it's right. just absolute garbage. I'd rather have John Fox than McAdoo, and that's saying something. Wow. Uh, that team is uh, – the players have quit on him, and that's something you rarely yeah. see. You know, where guy, they just gave up. So you're a Giants fan? You're not a Patriots fan or a Jets? Neither, neither one. Of, no, I'm a, I'm a Jet fan. I can't stand the Patriots for the life of me. And the Giants, eh, that's more of my that's more of um more on my mother's side of the family though. I see. The Jets is on my dad's side of the family. Yeah, you guys don't get in any fights at family dinners. There's no uh, Thanksgiving Day brawls. No, we sit up for after, after the game. <laughs> oh, good, good. That's the way to do Lou, it. At, at the at the beginning of the season, were you a little bit excited to see uh to see Brandon Marshall lining up on the opposite side? Well, I expected there. a little bit better this season than last season, but I wasn't expecting, you know, oh, we're going to head right to the playoffs, you know. But I was I was expecting improvement. Right, right, right. Uh, your, your thoughts on on Eli? Uh, the, the non-start. Do you think it was was it was handled poorly by coaching? Uh, what what's going on? Well, when you're not performing well as you should, uh, I think sometimes you have to take a little bit of a measure and uh, shake things up a bit. So, although it may have been the smartest move they could make, I think maybe it was time. Do you think he's done as a giant? No, no. I don't think he's done yet. I think he's got about maybe one or two good years left in him. I mean, he is getting up there now. He is past, you know, the peak age, which is like uh, 35. So he is starting on the downward trend now. But I still think he's got a little bit left in him. All right. All right. I'd love to see him keep going. He's gotten you two rings. Shit, uh, right. here in Chicago, we haven't seen a ring since nineteen. Well, January of eighty-six. Yeah. 
Since it's right been now. a minute. Oh, it's oh, been, wait a minute. You guys are Bears fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah Chicago. Oh, Chicago oh, I love you. <laughs> oh, you, you got a you, you got a Bears fan in the family, huh? He's been a fan since uh, the days of Sweetness. Oh yeah, man, Sweetness. Uh, let me tell you, rest in peace, Sweetness. That '85 Bears team was phenomenal. Uh, I do remember a couple of teams uh, just a few years later, like the Phil Sims, uh, Jeff Hostetler Giants. I loved, yes. I loved some. Uh, some giants the uh, represent the NFC. Yeah, in a couple Super Bowls, there were some damn good teams over there. I was a Bills fan, so oh, yeah. I couldn't. Was a little heartbroken uh, by the Giants. Ooh, yeah, yeah, just couldn't get that that, la- that over that last hump, though, could you? Mm-mm. No, not at all. No, 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 you couldn't. No. Well. And then well, Lou, but, you got uh, anything else going on? How how well, how was your Thanksgiving? Oh, oh, good. Except for uh, Dallas losing uh, badly. But at least yeah. they're by winning on Thursday, this Thursday. So, so that's a little bit of good news. And you know, it's it's a tight race now. See who's going to get that wild card spot. It is. Things are heating up. I mean, Dallas is yeah. kind of falling apart. Like it, it's not. Well, they still, I'm not surprised. Yeah, they need Zeke back. That that'll help they once when Zeke comes I mean, back. When Zeke went down, you know, with with the with the suspension, like, oh, here it comes. Here's where it's going to go all downhill from here. Uh oh. Uh, was you should have done it in the beginning of the season, or you should have handled it even before the season started. But no, you had to drag it out. That's what's going to cost you. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, they should have just taken it. Absolutely. And instead, they they were playing games. They kept, uh, you know, trying to, to, to screw the system. And uh, you don't win in the end. I mean, the system gets you. No. And, you know, he's, he's paying for it now. And, uh, yeah, things aren't going too well. And, uh, you receive Des Bryant really has had a quiet year. Uh, Dak yeah, hasn't quiet. looked as good. I mean, things uh, things aren't good over there. No, I was afraid it was going to happen. All right, Lou. Well, but we appreciate be, your call. Could be worse though. You you uh, could be the Browns. <laughs> yeah, you could. But as, as we just discussed, uh, the the Christmas game. This year, Christmas Eve, uh, the Chicago Bears are going to be playing the Browns. And I don't know if the Bears will win that game. I don't either. That's going to be our Super Bowl. Careful. I might break into a course of someday at Christmas, and it could be and it could be bad. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. You know what? We should yeah, set well, that up another time. Yeah, well, almost as bad as, uh, as um, your defining moment before the Super Bowl happened in 86, and I think we know what that was. Go ahead. Mm. You might be too young to remember, but they did a little. They did a little thing before, all uh, leading up to the Super Bowl, and I thought it was the most ridiculous display I've ever seen. It was amazing. That Super Bowl shuffle was historic. historic. Ah, I had to say it. Ah. Top of the Billboard what? charts. It's one of the greatest things ever. Really? It only hit oh, number yeah. forty-one. Thank you. <laughs> Lou, you're right on top of it. I appreciate that. I read That's the One magazine phenomenal. religiously. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Even back then. Those were the good years. That's when defense was defense and uh, concussions were non existent. Well, they existed. They just didn't call no, them they concussions. Existed. They just were publicly, uh, you know, publicized all that much back then. Yeah. What, what do you usually call it? The, the quarterback's got a, he's got a headache. That's, that, was, uh, that was the big one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. All right, yeah. all right, Lou. I think I think we are closing up shop, Lou. So I appreciate the call. Uh, call again sometime, bud. 
Good. I gotta go take an aspirin now anyway. <laughs> All right, man. All right, take it easy. All right. Jersey Lou, New Jersey right. Lou. I think we've heard from him before. I feel like we have yeah. too. Sounds yes. Familiar. You got it. So that's on you for not knowing the area code of New Jersey. Come on, Al. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. He jumped in and gave us hell on it. It was fun. That was fun. Uh oh, the guy who uh, you robbed of first place just hit me up. What'd he say? He said, Damn it, Alan, rob me of my first place. Damn it, Alan? Yeah, probably Keenan Allen went off for you and he didn't have Alan. Oh, that's Brandon. Yeah, that's Brandon. Oh, man. Hey, tell him to give me a call. Tell him. God, he was so close. What did, what did I get him by? Half a point? Yeah. A point somewhere in there? Sorry about that, Brandon. We'll see. Hey, let's, uh, yeah, was uh, Jersey Lou, was he the Yankees fan? I think so, yeah. All right, yeah, yeah, we're, we're taking it back there. Uh, okay. Uh, here's the thing, Al. Um, going to, you're, you're heading to Japan. I am heading to Japan. I'm getting very close to the date. I'm getting very excited. You're going to just miss out on seeing uh, it's Shohei Atani, and I'm not sure if that's how you pronounce it. He's a Japanese baseball player currently playing for the Hokkaido Nippon Ham Fighters. The Ham Fighters. who yeah, play in the familiar. Tokyo Dome. Yeah. Uh, he's and, the best and, pitcher and the in the world. Professional baseball. Yeah. And he is uh, he's a free agent right now. Clark, I don't know if and you I remember, know if you remember I told our guy. You about this I don't guy. know if you remember our guy over at Cub Central. Huh? No. I was telling you about this guy months you ago. You were talking remember about, I was talking about Japanese. Else. I saw it special it, yeah, on 2020. You, you, no, you weren't talking about it. This guy's an amazing pitcher. It wasn't on 2020. Amazing pitcher and hitter. No, oh, come on. He hits as good as he pitches. I think you're you're blowing smoke. Uh, you don't listen. I mean, this whole show. I like. I, this, we've been down this road, man. Doc Johnson over there at Cub Central. He's been listening we, we to talk, me. We talked to him quite a bit, and he uh, he mentioned that both Passon, Jeff Passon, and Ken Rosenthal. It said that he's narrowed his list down to five mainly West Coast teams. Uh-oh, we're not on the West Coast, Clark. Many teams have said they're out of the sweepstakes, including the Yankees and the Blue Jays. The Cubs have yet to say a peep. What do you think? Seattle. Uh, Andrew chimed in and said Seattle. I don't know. It looks like he's going West Coast. West Coast it is. Is that closer to home? Yeah. Yeah, that's probably it. I'm only sure that's the only reason. one flight. What else would it be? What's wrong with Chicago? Chicago, Chicago, that title in town. Historically, the Japanese pitchers don't turn out here. They don't. They don't quite last here in America. Okay. I mean, being the baseball expert I am, I, I have advanced knowledge on this. But um, the Japanese pitchers, they come to America. And they have like one or two good seasons, and then they burn out. And the main reason yeah, is Nomo had a good season. <laughs> yeah, a good season or two, no, but quite a few. But yeah, and then they burn out. They don't they, they they don't live up to their value. And the reason being is much like Japanese wrestling. What is it, Al? They don't they don't play as many games. Okay. There's not that constant grind. So when they come to America, you know, if they're used to pitching say 50 games a year, and all uh-huh. of a sudden they're pitching uh, 152 games. I know they don't pitch all the games. Yeah. But they, it triples their workload, and they burn out faster. So, um, you know, the same is true with the Japanese wrestling. I love the Japanese wrestling. I love New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, but I will say they only do, like, one big show a month, if that. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, and, and right now, and they do division. So, like, right now in New Japan, it's all about the tag teams. There's a tag team tournament going on. Mm-hmm. And that's where their focus is. And if you're, you know, a top star stuff, and you're not necessarily going out and giving 100%, you're in a lot right. of mixed tags and right, whatnot. Right, right, so, right, right. Um, speaking of the New Japan guys, uh, the Bullet Club, uh, the, um, the, the tag team fellas there, the Young Bucks, yeah, and uh, Cody Rhodes discussing the possibility of playing a ten thousand seat arena, and it looks like Chicago could be a front runner for this. Uh, for them, not a you know they're, they're they'll need to do this. Well, Some of the talk that I'm seeing is people are concerned that they might not have the money to rent the space, or it might cost too much to rent the space. But I think they oh I think they got they the money sell out if they're doing one. They people got the would money. fly in to come see it. Yeah, they do. Of course they do. Well, 10,000 is a lot, okay? I saw Ring of Honor, which had Kenny Omega on it. It had Cody. It had the Young Bucks. It had everybody who probably they would have on their show. And it sold this small space And it, showed, it sold out, I think it was like 2,000 people. Okay. So, you know, 10,000 is a huge leap. I mean, what's the Rosemont Horizons, what, 12,000? Yeah. I mean, you're talking about selling out the Rosemont Horizon, which but WWE doesn't do. I do believe that this would get a little bit more promo. As well, you got you, uh, they got partnerships with pro wrestling tees here in town. They've already got a connection to get on local television and things like that. But well, I also think that it'll the, the wrestling crowd. I think people would fly in here from places to see it. And I'm not, you know, there's some people with money like that that are wrestling fans that spend money like that. I think people would fly in from all across the U.S. You mean like Plus, like U.K. and Australia? A lot of wrestling fans there. Like a wrestling fan going to Japan to see a wrestling show. That's what show? I'm saying. Um, the thing about Chicago is. We have a very expensive media market. So if you want to buy commercials, if you want to buy radio time, you're talking huge market jump from other but do markets. do you need to do that? I don't know because I, I will say most of this stuff It wouldn't cost comes... you much, but you, you go advertise out in Rockford. You go, you go yeah. advertise down in Champaign, Milwaukee. Indianapolis. Like yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, you, you can. They can do it. I don't know if Chicago's the best spot for it. I hope it is because some of the rumored matchups – are, well, if you do Chicago, can you get CM Punk involved? Right. That would be huge. Can I mean, I think it's the right move for the guy. It, but the thing honest. is, maybe he won't because he doesn't need to. I'm sorry. How big of a how Honestly, how big of a draw is Cody Rhodes? Not that big of a draw. But what are we saying here? Will the WWE let Brian Danielson go? Known as well, Daniel Bryan. Most likely. Uh, because he wants to wrestle. Do you think that they'll clear him? They'll try to clear him for some matches, like give him like the angle deal, a little bit, to keep him happy and keep him there. Because if he goes to this, I think they can sell out a ten thousand seat arena. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's. I mean, and if his real name is so similar that he could just use it yeah. and go, and it's fine. If Cody versus uh, Daniel Bryan works, yeah, I think that is a selling point. I think that definitely is a draw. I don't think it's the greatest matchup. I mean, I'd rather see Kenny Omega versus. Could they have Daniel, Omega but... there? Yeah, I think Daniel. I think Omega definitely. What if it's for the Ring of Honor title? Can they do that? They can if they get uh, Ring of Honor involved. Hold on one second.
I do. I enjoy them very much. What was your name? No, no. Thomas Smith the Third. Thomas Smith the Third. The Third, yeah. Uh, the great line of Smith is what I come from. Are you related to Walter E. Smith? I am uh, a, a distant relation. I recently checked out the family tree up here. It's real easy to find. And, I just uh, uh, I just sent in for one of those genealogy things. Oh, are you going to do a genealogy? You going to prick your thumb and send in your DNA or scalp your? Up your mouth? No, you just spit into a, a jar. You're going to spit into a jar. Yeah, it's all, I spit into a jar. So. Well, let me tell you this. I already know your nationality. You're 25% German, and you're 30, huh? 32% Italian, and you're 50%, 50% general European. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, you you already have you got the scoop. So you think that's a snake oil thing? Because I I feel like I might, they're just gonna send me numbers. Hey Al, I'm not gonna say anything about it until uh-huh. you get it and do it. We'll talk then. Okay. I'll, I'll give you another call. All right. Well, we'll talk then, buddy. All right. This is Thomas Smith the third. How's things in heaven? May I rest in peace. Oh, things are good. Things are good. Uh-oh. I think the line's breaking up. And things oh, no. are fantastic. No, it's working out well. I think I hear some... Yeah, uh, you're doing that. I can see you from here. Meep. Man, this telephone line's great. Oh, yeah? Hello? Hey, Thomas. Hello. Thomas. Oh, I think sorry. we lost him. I'm sorry I didn't talk during that, Al. I, I was busy over here doing something. <laughs> I was busy stealing bits. What, oh. what if I stayed on the uh, left channel and you just stayed on the right channel? That is weird, man. Right now, like, we're in the left there. somebody's listening in stereo right now, and they're just like... What's going on? Hello, this is your left side. How are this you? This is, uh, I think I'm the left. Oh, I'm, am I wearing these backwards? I might, well, I don't, we actually have our side. <laughs> no, no, they're not the same side, so it would be the same. Hello. Hello. How are you over here? I, I can be the angel, right. and you can be the devil on the We'll shoulder. get it back to normal. There we go. All right. But uh, we could do that. I'd be the angel on the shoulder. <laughs> Japan. You're going to Japan. Hadouken! Hadouken! You know, I feel like, you know, some shows jump the shark and things go downhill after a monumental event. I feel like we're going to do the opposite. Like, the shark's doing the jumping here. Now that you have it back, you have drops back, I feel like where we can go is that. Perfect. It's endless where we can go. It is. It is. Now I have something to distract me. 
So now we can both we can both be distra- uh, distracted. This is true. Oh man, was there was there something you wanted to say to me? I appreciate it, Al. Thank you. That was very kind. You're welcome, oh, Clark. Boy. Thank you. Oh boy, that's wonderful. See that? I say I say nice things to you all the time. I started working on a a promo. Oh, you did? Yeah, I don't nice. think so. I heard parts of it earlier. It sounded all right. No, you didn't hear any of it. Huh? You didn't hear any of it. Oh, you were playing some good Man, stuff. So I think something smells from the plumbing in this place. Uh, what's going on in the WWE? Um, I'm getting ready to go to New Japan. So That's I true. bought. I bought. So I mentioned to my dad. Like I went out to dinner with him. I had like the Thanksgiving deal. And, uh, the Thanksgiving deal. Yeah, he's like, oh, well, uh, you know, what are the plans for Christmas? And I'm like, oh, well, uh, I don't know. I, I might go to some wrestling. He's like, oh. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I might take you to some wrestling. He's like, oh, oh. And I thought, like, he'd blow it off and be like, oh, no, we want to do dinner, you know, with yeah, Christina yeah, yeah. and everything. Yeah. He texts me on the way home. He's like, yeah, that would be great. Why don't you get some tickets? No shit. So, yeah, I got some tickets. I actually. You guys going to grab dinner before for Christmas or something? Yeah. Go? Yeah, yeah, totally. That's uh, great. I I got decent tickets. I think I got like eighth row. Nice work. Wow. Yeah. The I figured, draft king himself. I figured why not? You know, I haven't. Uh, That's awesome. That's fantastic. They weren't super expensive. They weren't cheap, but they weren't super expensive. Eighth row TV sign? No, I don't think I'm TV sign. I think okay. I'm at a weird angle. Like. Kurt? Yeah, like a Kurt angle. Definitely. Um, <laughs> just be so pleased with yourself. <laughs> No, I'm not. I'm telling dad jokes. Jesus, criminy. Well, what happened while I was at the beer stand was the guy next to me ordered a beer, and then oh one- man, I think I lost all my work. Uh oh, on that damn Uh-oh. promo. Oh, because you know I spent like four hours taking out all the pauses between you when you speak. You you have you pause way too much. You're a pauser. Why do I do that? I don't know, but it's like. Uh, it's a crazy. Thing. Why didn't I just wait for the first time to tell you about that until we were on the air? No, I. Why didn't I wait? I don't know. You you could do the waiting. Did you hear about Blockbuster recently? They have a Twitter account. The Imagine last Blockbuster. the perfect video store. It would have a great selection, right? Right, over ten thousand videos, three evening rentals, so no rush, no hassle. Fast checkout. Twenty. Oh, maybe part one. Well, was... what happened while I was at the beer stand was. The guy next to me ordered a beer, and then one of the two beer vendors, like, yelled over us, hey, hey, Eric, Eric, I, and he's like, what? And he's like, are you Eric Tobler? And he's like, yeah, what? He didn't catch it. And the other guy says to him, the beer vendor goes, I'm Aaron from Blockbuster 10 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Good old days. That was absolutely brilliant. That's that's the night we got in touch with a uh, blockbuster. We actually called the blockbuster. We were uh, the first. Uh, we are the last radio show. We are the last professional broadcast to ever contact a blockbuster. Yeah, uh, they do have the Sopranos on tape. You can you can get the Sopranos on video cassette still, which is good. You know that was a great show. I know you you didn't have the um, foresight, the. Um, Class or the culture well, to watch that show. Class here, my uh, my wife, the former EP here, she sent us a list of all of the numbers, and we got rolling and started calling. And then you, 
you grabbed the bull by the horns, Al, and you rolled with it. And I, I tried to end the segment. We called what five, six, seven hundred times different rest, different places on there. I don't know if it wasn't quite seven hundred times. Five or six. Times. It was five or six. We, we definitely called a lot. And, I, oh, and you just you're like you said we're done. And then I was so mad that you tried to do it again, but then we got through. You can live there, and you can use my wife. And you talked to a young gentleman at the Blockbuster, and you even found out how you can get a membership there. I did. It just takes – you just need your ID, and uh, you need to get to the Billings, Montana. Can I ask you this? I think it was a C- – If one of us wins 100000 on DraftKings, mm-hmm. can we make a deal right now that we fly to that Blockbuster? We'll have to bring a VCR with us. Yeah. And we go and get a membership. And we rent uh, season one of The Sopranos. Yep. And we sit and in a hotel room. we sit in a hotel, and we, there's nothing better than this. We order local pizza from uh, – I don't – where was it? Was it like New Mexico or It Portland? was West Coast, right? It was definitely West Coast, yeah. I mean, we called El Paso like four times. We tried four different El Paso numbers. Right. It definitely wasn't a main city, but it was uh, – yeah, it was out there. It was like a Portland. Yeah. So, yeah. So you've got that promo you're working on. That's great. Nice. I don't know if I'm going to finish that. Well, I appreciate the start. Yeah, thanks. I mean, I might you use need my to finish that. I might That's use awesome. I might use my time for better things. Why? We had Patrick Small on the show a couple weeks. We back. did. He's he's, he's uh, working on my computer right now. Is he? As soon as I get it up, I'd like to. I'd really like to do a few things. <laughs> Good. I, I, that would be. I would be so impressed. I would definitely try to do some things. Uh, I'd like to film some promos. I would they like do a bong, bong, bong in other men's anus. Were you, how many bongs were you doing when you were doing the promo? Because, oh. you know, you, you had some things labeled a little weird. Do you think you, you had a few too many or right, the right amount? Because I think there is some creativity there that's pulled from it. Well, I think you need to be the right amount of high. Yeah, no, no. That was the night I tested my blue balls. Oh, so you... You had things going pretty good. Productivity was moving. And then the blue balls failed you? Yeah. Oh, man. What a night. Yeah. But what if I win? Anyways. Um, can I ask you this? Yeah, please. Do you think that Pittsburgh can score uh, about 17 points tomorrow for uh, – Yahoo Fantasy. How many points? They need 17 versus Cincinnati. Can they? Yes. Will they? Probably not. They're going to need a touchdown and a few sacks. Hey, hello, Clark. Who's this? Who do you think this is? Uh, Shazam. Who? It's Gomer Pyle. Oh, boy. I just went to heaven, Clark. It amazes me how... You just you you would think that you 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 folks who passed away would have to wait a long time. Before... Oh, I thought so too, Clark. I keep me down here for forever. Well, no, but... no, I I thought that they'd wait for you to call, like to be able to use the phone line. Like, isn't there like a hierarchy here? But you just you get there and you can automatically make these calls. Well, here's the deal, Clark. St. Peter has a specialty for uh, celebrities. When you die and you're a celebrity, you get to get a speed pass. I don't, I don't know if you can say that. So what's on, what's on your mind there, uh, Jim Neighbors? No, uh, Gomer Pyle. Well, Jim Neighbors is my name, Clark. You got it right. Thank you. I didn't think you knew my were name. You, were you just trying to Google that? I was not. 
I know my name. Was he only Gomer Pyle? We don't have Google in heaven, silly dog. What else? What else? Didn't he do something else, wasn't he? I was on the Andy Griffin show. You were. And get, listen to this, Clark. Clark, you are a friend of mine. I like you so much that even in heaven you shine. So you're telling me that they take away your vocal talent when you get to heaven? No, what are you talking about, Clark? I was a beautiful singer. Did you know that? Yeah, you were down here on earth, but apparently it doesn't translate so well, or maybe that's the phone lines. I don't know. That, I, that singer was beautiful, Clark. No, it, was, it, was, it was perfect. Absolutely something. You know what song I was famous for? Yeah, he was Gomer Pyle on Andy Griffin. Yeah, I started on Andy Griffin, and I was a spinoff. You remember Sergeant Carter? Yeah. Yep, Sergeant Carter. He was a nice guy. Very nice. Oh, Gomer Pyle. He would drink. USMC. He would drink in the dressing room, and then he'd go on stage all drunk and riled up, and he'd yell things at me, and people loved it. They bought it all up. Born and raised in Sylacuga? Silicauga, Alabama. Time now for another Indy 500 tradition. This is what I was famous for. for the introduction of the one and only Jim Neighbors. Listen to this, Clark. Race fans, please turn your attention to the video boards and the victory podium. Oh, boy. This first appearing at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway in 1972. I sure did. This gentleman has become a cherished icon on race day. You know it every race car. treasured every moment being with you race fans here at the track and with those millions watching around the world. Shazam. The words of this special song always strike a chord with all of us. And it never sounded sweeter when sung by this Hoosier at heart for the 36th. And final time, oh, performing back home again in Indiana. Please welcome and sing along. Sing along, Clark. You know the words. Our good friend, Mr. Jim Neighbors. Here we go. Here we go, Clark. I'm going to sing. Just for you now, darling. Back home again in Indiana. Back home again. How could I forget? that I can see The gleaming candlelight Still burning bright Through the thick For me They let the balloons loose The new moon Live off the Wabash. Oh, yeah? Yep, right off the Wabash River in Terre Haute, Indiana. Well, that's beautiful. Let's give it up, race fans, for one last time. Thank you. Thank you. That's fantastic. For coming back home one last time. Yep, I'm dead now. What a voice. Yep. That was the last. That was the last year you did it in 2014. Yeah, I got a little sick after that, and I, I couldn't. Dementia. 
Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I couldn't remember who I was for a while, but well, now that's a terrible disease, man, and it, it, it gets people. Uh, but did you know what, Clark? When you get yeah. to heaven, when you get to heaven, you can remember everything again. I even now, know where my keys are. I have, I do have a question for you, uh, James Thurston. Uh, I, I have a question. Uh, I, I see that you moved to Southern California because of asthma. Oh yes, Clark. I couldn't breathe right because of. Get a little choked in up Alabama. in the lungs. Yeah, in Alabama, I get the sniffles and the sneezes and the whatnots, and I can't, I can't quite breathe right. So I went down there. There ain't as much uh, pollution in the air. So I go down there, and everybody was nice to me. Okay. I'm a lot of nice male fellas down in Alabama. Uh, you, but they're, they're even better in California, Clark. You started your acting uh, chops uh, at the University of Alabama. I did. Okay. I was, I was very popular with the gentlemen, Clark. And you were once a typist for the United Nations? I, I was. Let me tell you something, Clark. You think you could type fast? I, had, I got down to 99, 152 words a minute. Can you type that fast? I bet no, you can't. No. Nope. Uh-uh. Now, before you moved to California because of your asthma, uh, Chattanooga, where you got your first job in television uh, as a film cutter. Way down yonder on the Chattahoochee, it gets hotter than a hoochie-coochie. That was what, that was Alan Jackson. Ellen Eugene Jackson. Did you know his middle name was Eugene? No. Now you do. Okay. You learned so much from me. All right. Uh, you were signed on to play the Steve Allen show to, to appear on it. He had really bad breath. Well, the show got canceled before you got to appear. Because his breath was terrible, Clark. Yeah, it, it just right. stunk up the place to high heaven. It was, like a, it was like a skunk. James Thurston. Do you mind if I call you James Thurston? I prefer Jim Neighbors. Okay, but... Jim Neighbors. Uh, you sang back home in... Indiana. Back home again in Indiana. Well, you're from Alabama. Yeah. Sweet home. Whoa. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sweet home Alabama, where the skies are so blue. Sweet home Alabama. Only, only here do we get the ghost of Jim Neighbors singing Sweet Home Alabama. Lord, I'm coming home to you. Well, rest in peace, sir. Rest in peace. It was great to hear from you. Oh, boy. You know, we'd get canceled if they could cancel us. That, would, that, would, that, that could get us canceled. You know what I'm going to do right now, Clark? I'm going to go find Steve Allen. Did you say I got canceled now? Who is it? Well, the show, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Steve Allen. I am going to go find Steve Allen no, right now. No, his show got canceled. I'm going to give him a piece of my mind, even with that stank breath. his show got canceled. I, it's not yeah, like, I know. Don't be mad at him. Don't I'm hate the player. Hate the game. I could have had a bigger career. You know, oh, Christ. they actually wanted me to be Batman. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. I, I could have been Batman at Michael oh, Keaton no. in 1989. I, they said, Jim Neighbors, oh, would boy. you like to be Batman? And I said, sure. And then they found wait, out. wait. They found In out about nine Michael Keaton, Adam West. I thought no, you were oh, oh hell no, child. I am talking about I am talking about 1989 Batman with Jack Nicholson. You remember Jack Nicholson? Yes, I do. He's still living. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He was in California. Very Basinger. Very attractive man. Basinger. Very attractive Basinger. man. That Jack Nicholson. Very good actor too. Bruce Wayne. Anyways, what was I saying, Clark? 
Uh, it was about Batman. Yeah, they were going to. I was going to. You'd have do, been a good penguin. I was going to be Batman. And a then Joker, maybe? They I found out. They found out I got canceled on the Steve Allen show. Oh, boy. And they, they said, you can't be it now. And I said, well, damn. I said, well, Shazam. At least you got to sing at the Indianapolis Speedway for all those years. Do you remember what my saying was on Gomer Pyle? Oh, I hated that whistle. That whistle used to piss me off. Yeah? Oh, there it is. Keep going. Wow. You you are very good with your lips. Yeah, I'm a hell of a whistler. Uh, you, uh, you, you should put those lips to good use. Learned it from my Grandpa Frank. Well, I'm going to go find your Grandpa Frank right now and say hello to him. Please do. Please uh, say yeah. I am missing dear. I'm going to tell him, I'm going to say, Clark has some great whistling skills. Man, I wonder if you I do, too. Not and I'm going to tell him that you loved him very much. Please. He was a... He had a pilot for him. He flew plane. It is. It's wonderful. Yep. It's a hell of a surprise. I had a lot of fun. Yes, sir. Well, thanks for the call. Okay. Well, I got to go now. Oh, you do? I do. I'll be done. One more time, Clark. Say it with me. Shazam! Shazam. Surprise, surprise, surprise. I'm out of here. Oh, man. I just got back from the bathroom. What did I miss? Oh, you missed uh, Jim Neighbors was here for a while. No. I, I love Gomer. Oh, boy. Well, it's been a fantastic week, man. Uh, great to hear from uh, men in scoring position, Travis. Travis, good good call. Yeah, that was great. And I think every time Travis calls in, the guy from Jersey calls in, Lou. Sweet I, baby I Lou. Too. Yeah. Sweet baby Lou from the NJ. From New Jersey. And, uh, yeah, well, it was a good show. Yes, I, uh, it was. I enjoyed it very much, and we'll do it again next week. Uh, we're going to be starting an hour later at uh, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Oh, will we? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I asked you if that's okay, and you've been fucking drawing it out for a long time. Here. Yeah, you guys, we have to start the show an hour late because Clark's going to a baby's birthday party. It's a two-year-old birthday Number party. Number one, it's in the family. What two-year-old has a birthday party at six at night? Well, it's not going to be at six at night, but I want to be able to have time to get here. Time to prepare, because I want to start contributing to the show. What like, time does this party I'm start? Rolling in at 22, because we had to meet Santa. This kid's I'm trying to do it all, Al. Kid's not, I have neighbors, Clark. This kid oh, is not, I'm you sorry. rolling around, and uh, this kid is not going to, he's not going to remember that you were even there. I'm trying to do it all, Al. Are you bringing something to the party? Uh, you you got to bring a present, right? We are bringing what do you What do you get the kid? Marbles? Get him some marbles. I'm not going to say what we're getting the kid. Oh, because you might ruin the surprise. He, the two-year-old might be listening. Hey, you never know. Yeah, get out of here. He enjoys uh, phone calls from celebrity ghosts. All right. Well, we're getting out of here. Have a I'd good I'd like night. to thank Thomas Smith III. 
Well, that's right. Uh, you're uh, the plumber called. Call in. Yeah, the greatest snake salesman. Snake, snake oil salesman. That's right. Well, I wanted to end the show with the song Snake Oil by Steve Earle. But now I'm kind of thinking maybe we should end the show with a little Christmas from Jim Neighbors. What, what do you prefer? You got a preference? I don't know. It's up to you. You roll with it. All right. All right. Well, good night, everybody. Have a good night. It's been a pleasure. We'll see you next week. City sidewalks, busy sidewalks, dressed in holiday style. In the air, there's a feeling of Christmas. Children laughing, people passing, meeting smile after smile. And on every street corner, you hear silver bells, silver bells. I do love me some bells. Christmas time in the city. Ring a ling. Hear them ring. Soon it will be Christmas Day. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.